Well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. Meow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season two of A Day with Price. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Brooke Day. My name is Emma Price. And we took a perfectly planned mm. hiatus. Oh, yeah. You know, I ho- we hope you enjoyed your 142 episode season one. Mm. But now it's time for season two. That's like the Game of Thrones that uh, should have been. It should have been 142 <laughs> episodes. That, yeah. I mean, even talking. then it wouldn't have scratched the fucking surface. But anyway. <laughs> Um, this is a show where we talk about our classical music lives and interests and as our freelance musicians. And the first thing we're going to talk about is television. <laughs> uh, any, everyone knows that any good, highly qualified, classically trained musician has a keen sense of what's on television because of their high percentage of being out of work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They you you gotta know know more about television than what the current Emmy rates are. You gotta binge that. You gotta be ready to binge and then ready to not watch any TV because you have a job for a while. Yeah. Right, That's uh, it. Emma. How are you anyway? What's new? How are you? I'm great. So it's very sweaty today, dude. Um, and oh, I uh, have to just warn you that the screaming child is out on the prowl. Oh, right. Um, so I've got all my windows shut, because otherwise okay. you're going to hear him. But, oh, my God. So, oh, my God. So I'm That's a callback from season one for any new listeners. That's a callback. Yeah. There was a child. At one point, a child sounded like it was being murdered. But no, he just does that because he likes to scream like that, because he did it a lot already tonight. But anyway, if you hear some screams, all right. it's just right. Waltham Stowe, in it? It's all part of the show, baby. All part of the show, keeping it real. But yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm great. Uh. Yeah, great. Uh, That's brilliant. Vodka, lime, and soda on the go. Oh wow! Do you know what? I sprinkled a little bit of sea salt in there. What, Emma? Mm. What? Yeah. So it's kind of like a homemade margarita. It's like you're really virgin on margarita territory. Yeah, I thought. That's really great. I thought, why the fuck not? Because I'm going. I'm on a low sugar diet, so I thought let's supplement with salt. Nice, nice. Because I learned today from my sister. I said to her. Don't, don't, like, people who are on diets who still drink booze, isn't alcohol made from sugar? Mm. And she said, yes, but spirits that have a high percentage of alcohol, the sugar has been transformed into alcohol, so you no longer have the high uh, carbohydrates. Hence why I'm drinking vodka, lime, and soda. Exactly, and like beer, where the sugar hasn't all been turned into alcohol yet, it still has tons of carbohydrates in it because it's mostly carbs. I'm drinking a bottle of wine a night. I'm drinking a crate of cider a night. This gut isn't going to shift itself. (laughs) I've like just I've I've got a portly little rotund little belly, and it's fucking summer season, and I'm not enjoying walking around feeling like a barrel. Oh, but, but Emma, don't worry about that. You should just own it. Be yourself, you know? What, waddle with Drink pride? Drink your cider. Waddle with pride. Might make yeah. a t-shirt saying that. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd wear that. <laughs> and then have waddle something that pride. goes over the belly so something fun happens with an image. 
<laughs> yeah, and you can lift it up and do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> See, I'm hoping I won't be doing that. The whole point is that it's gone soon. Right. But I eat all these well, sugar-free sweets and stuff, and then I shit myself. Oh, right. Because it's See, got that thing in it, right? Sugar-free sweets. Like, and I'm telling you, cider still has tons of sugar in it, FYI. It's so sad, isn't it? Ugh. Uh, but sugar-free sweets, they don't have anything good for you in them, so, like, you're still filling your body with... Listen, I listened to a podcast where they talked about artificial sweeteners, and some some people's metabolism, the artificial sweeteners trick your body into dealing with the artificial sweeteners in the same way that the, that it deals with sugar. Oh, for goodness sake. So, like, for some people, artificial sweeteners don't necessarily provide you with fewer oh, fewer calories that's probably me because i have such a shit metabolism i bet that's me it doesn't it has nothing to do with your shit metabolism or whatever but it has to do with your gut bacteria and with oh, your dna we all know my gut's fucked <laughs> come on gluten-free bloated tummy constipated windy Come on. Eating kebabs. Yes. I had one dried apricot and I was on fire for days. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I get pretty windy with dried apricots, too. Do you know what? It's sometimes it's my it's forte. Like, like raisins and stuff, no problem. Like dried mango, no problem. If mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. two or mm -hmm. three dried apricots, it's yep. hot in there for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, dude. Fuck I'm it. with you. Yes. It's so weird, isn't it? It's like real, like... Well, like no, mine aren't, mine aren't like hot. Satan's mine aren't like breath. a hair dryer. <laughs> no, mine are like, like, um, uh, Dizzy Gillespie warming up for a long concert. Just like, <laughs> like high notes, long pitches. Oh, but it's not hot. No, no, no. Oh. They're, they're like, they're, they're almost musical. Wow. So that's probably healthier than mine. <laughs> yeah. Because mine's, yeah, mine's like... <laughs> Scorchio! <laughs> making the temperature of your bottom go up. Well, it's to the point then, that uh, I actually feel it's... I feel like it's like wrong. And it doesn't really write itself in the way that dried fruits should. Oh, okay. What do you... Uh, I thought more we were talking details, about please? TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so, okay, let's switch the topic. The subject... Let's do a, f a hard left on this topic of conversation. Emma, we both are hard, fairly hardcore Game of Thrones fans. We've yes. read the books. We used to do a, a, a segment on this show. Yeah, let's whack the theme tune uh, in. Let's do it. Val Emma this is our Game of Thrones segment. <laughs> and now the show has come to an end. Scooby-Doo! And, and we haven't spoken to each other. We, we, we purposely didn't talk about this mm -mm. because we wanted to save it for the podcast. So uh, I'm dying to know your thoughts. What do you think about the last season? Should we should we put spoilers in? Oh yeah, if someone hasn't seen it yeah. by now, they, unless they've been on a cruise, they have no excuse. Right. So if you don't want 
this to spoil Game of Thrones for you, just skip ahead, let's say, 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, at like, and yeah. If we're still talking then, then quite frankly, it's probably just drivel. All of this is drivel, my friend. All of it. And you lap it up like a dog. Yeah. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Went weird. That was dirty. Sorry, that went weird. That was Maybe. like... Yeah, what kind of fetish are you weird into? And... So have a high-pitched yeah. posh woman. <laughs> lick it up. Lick it up. Or maybe Baby, a parrot. lick it up. <laughs> oh, well. People are into some funny things. Um, so my thoughts were, just as a very, just a very brief summary to start with, I thought it started really well and there were moments of excellence, but it fell down from the earth like a damp fart. Oh man! It was oh, such which, a yeah. disappointing ending. It was incredibly disappointing, wasn't it? I can't. It just turned into a Hollywood ending instead, and so there was just a, it was just a classic Hollywood ending instead of there being but... any of the fantasy or any of the magic that they built up to in seven fucking seasons. Yes. Okay. Exactly. This is my problem. Not like. Don't get me wrong. I am disappointed with a few things. Like I am disappointed that Bran ended up king. I am disappointed that um, uh, John got sent north, and I am disappointed about the downfall of um, uh, of Sir, no of um, of Daenerys Targaryen. The way mm. she just went, the way she just went mental. Yeah, um, and also the death but, of Cersei. Yeah, oh, the death of like, Cersei was brutal. It was stupid as well. Ugh. But all of these things. They could have still happened the way they played out if they had justified them with the writing in some way. Yeah. Like, they truly just forgot things. They just left things out that they previously established. And, you know, all of the fan theories, all of the things that we were looking forward to, mm. all, of the, all of the foreshadowing that, you know, was there, mm. all of the old-fashioned... All of the old writing, like you said, from the first seven seasons, like the, the you know it's it end the scene where it ends when they're sitting in this small council oh, chamber. Please, I was screaming at my laptop by that point. It was like I was like, this is stupid. But at the same time, it reminded me that they used to do tons of scenes. There was like three scenes an episode in the small council chamber. Yeah, and they and it was it was like plot advancement comic relief like threatening letters all this sort of stuff came from that room and it reminded me at that moment that we hadn't seen that small council chamber maybe in three seasons yeah like it's just they just, it fair, just fell like, by the wayside Cersei didn't have a chamber to talk to anyone in it, but it's Poor fair Cersei enough no, but like had Cersei no friends Cersei no mates except the, yeah. the mountain dude he didn't say a lot and um, right? he doesn't talk. And like Kyburn being like, oh yes, oh, lick your oh. lick your face, lady. Mm-hmm. He's so creepy. Yeah. All of it, like all of it, was just like, like no, there's no political discourse. There's no, there's nothing filling in the gaps, and everything ended. That whole season eight ended with with punching, like, like. Uh, I have a problem when a when a movie establishes a problem, but then they solve the problem by just attacking it. 
Mm. You know? Yeah. Like with, and with Game of Thrones, all of the murders and all of the battles and everything that they established over all the six or five seasons before, they all established that everything was done for a reason and, and every murder that, that was like took your breath away was done for a political reason. And now in this season, it was just like, I'm mad at you. We're going to fight till one of, one or both of us dies. Yeah. And let's just like... It was just boring action movie, like you it said, was, yeah. Hollywood boring nonsense. And and it basically, and also the worst thing is, is because there are all these like theories or rumors going around that, like the producers got some other gigs lined up, and that there were everyone had things that they wanted to do, and everyone just wanted it to be over. That it then translates so much that that's actually really believable. They just wanted it to be over, so they just finished it as quickly as possible. Sure, and that's, if that, just if that's not, what, if that's that's what not good enough. Are that's not good enough. Oh man, it's 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 just a little bit embarrassing, like to have put so much care and love into the first few seasons, and like just even even last season or maybe it was the season before, I can't remember. Uh, just the the way the costumes didn't seem to fit very well, and like it was just not the same show, and. Mm. It's just sort of like, uh, I put this in my Instagram feed, I was like, it's like an old friend that you used to live with, and you're like, yes, oh, we used to have the best parties, remember those parties we used to have? And then you and then you sort of grow apart for a while, and then you meet up with them one more time before they like, move away to China or something, <gasps> and you're like, you're like, actually, we are not the same people that we used to be, and I don't think we're friends, and now that you're moving away, I'm actually fine with it, like... I'm not. I'm not gonna miss this French. Like I'm not gonna miss Game of Thrones because the last Sad, few seasons have just been so disappointing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the whole thing has just been a bummer. They just um, simplified everything down to like core principles and values with people. Like no one had, no one was multifaceted anymore. Nobody had any complexity. No. Like Arya. No. Like I'm sorry, she has the ability to literally change her fucking face, and she hasn't done that oh in like two God. seasons or whatever. Well, exactly. done it, did it once in the last season. She didn't do it once in this season, did she? No, it was so disappointing. I was like, what? Like, she, like, all, yeah, just, we uh, don't, yeah, we don't need to go, like, to every, like, <laughs> No, I know, but like, but like, yeah, she had, she basically is a superhero where she had the power to do all kinds of things and they just completely didn't write it into the show. This, they could have no. so easily written a twisty plot and put that in there, even in one of the episodes. The fact that the Night King shows up and someone walks up to him and puts a knife in him, it's like, I don't... What was the point of all of this? Mm. The f like, one of the first things we saw in the first episode was White Walkers. And since then, we've seen White Walkers do nothing. None of the White Walkers did anything to protect the Night King. No. They just watched Arya walk past. Yeah. And then stab him. And they're all like, oh, damn it. Yeah. How did, that, how did that happen? It was so disappointing. Uh, but also, the fact that we never found out who the Night King was originally. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, I believe myself, because he didn't get burnt by the fire, that he must have been yeah. an old Targaryen. Yeah, that's what that, my wife said the same thing. But it's just, it's like that thing, that thing. And then the whole thing with Jon being Aegon Targaryen, which was such a massive thing for us nerdos. We're all like, oh, no. Right? It like brings all that it's stuff so together. Exciting. And then it's like, oh, well, we're just not going to do anything with that plot. So you're just going to go to the wall. Bye. Yeah. 
it meant nothing that he was Aegon Targaryen. They could have his whole his whole story was unaffected by that. Yeah, only the, the only the only massive thing that happened was that um, Aldudar died. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly, you know, and and that that was fair enough. Like that was that was one moment where it was like the old show where Varys, he, he yeah. was he yeah Varys had a plot and somebody found it out and then they killed him like yeah. the plot the plot lasted less than 15 minutes mm. but like it's it at least was a shadow of the former show yeah he obviously had a, a gig he needed to get to so they're like all right we'll get you off early <laughs> but the whole thing with the coffee cup and the evian water oh man made me so angry because it's that, that attention to detail is just so lazy that, like nobody gave any fucks by the end yeah yeah, that's and they were that finding was it. It's it funny. Sad... It's not funny. We're all absolutely devastated. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad. It's a real sad downfall of a thing that we used to really care about. Yeah, but anyway. the only saving grace yeah. is that um, Georgie Porgy pudding and pie gets yeah. even more jizzed up to finish those books to right the wrongs. I hope so. That would be nice. Yeah, It'd be nice if he really, if he, if he really made the books like. Even by the even a few seasons ago, the books were already much different to what happened in the TV series. So like, like uh, hopefully he's just gone. He's going to go off in his own direction, and it's going to be completely different to this absolute nonsense. Yeah, I want it to be. Well, the thing is, he's such a dork that he knows exactly where all those little threads. He knows exactly where they're all going with all the family history and what everything's yeah. everything's yeah, exactly. happened yeah. for a reason. Like. Like, Arya just... She didn't go and learn to be, like, a faceless dude for no reason. Like, all sorts of yeah. mad shit was going to happen. Our friend Mitch, um, yeah. he had a really good heard theory that... Yeah, you've heard of him. He had a really good theory that, um, like... Well, that what should have happened is that Arya, like... She made it into the Red Keep. And, like, she pretends to be Jamie, And she's all like... Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Cersei, miss you, love you. Then rips off the mask and then absolutely murks the fuck out of Cersei. Yeah. That would have yeah, been perfect. Been awesome. And completely That'd justified. Instead it's just like, oh, I'm going to die in the rubble with my lover, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so disappointing. Lover, brother, from our mother. She didn't deserve to die happy in the arms of her lover. Absolutely not. And she also, deserved to be absolutely embarrassed. Yeah, she should have been embarrassed the way she died. <laughs> Instead, her and Jamie went to the only place that where rubble was falling. <laughs> <laughs> Morons. Yeah, if they just stayed in that central bit, they would have been fine. You know, the regrets that we all have. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, so, yeah. So, Game of Thrones, thumbs down. You changed my life for the better, and then you left me. Yeah, it's a lesson that we've all learnt. He that giveth, taketh away. Mm, is that the lesson? I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, let's change the subject. Change it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm always ready. Uh, my son broke his leg. <gasps> what the <laughs> AF? That's a genuine... What? what yeah. It, yeah, he's fine. He um, He twisted it. <gasps> Or that's what we assume at preschool. He's um, he like, he was just running around, and he didn't fall or anything, because the preschool staff didn't see what happened. They were all like, "What? What? 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 Why are you crying? Why won't you stand up?" 
um, and he uh, and the doctor said if it, if you if he had been a grown like if anybody like us what are we called adults yeah yeah if he was a few years older it would have just been a twisted ankle oh but instead because he's got little spongy bones he's uh he's got a little broken leg and a big old cast on his leg it's really sad um he's how old is he four three three oh mate that's harsh yeah it was a bummer and and like he was doing so well with potty training and everything that it was yeah, like not anymore. It was so, yeah. It's like so his his depe- his independence has just evaporated. Yeah, I bet. Like we just have to we just have to help him with everything. Anyway, it's fine. He's he got fine. A crutcher he, or something. No, no. Like they say, it's too complicated for three year olds to handle crutches. So he just scooches around on his bum, and we put him in the push chair, push him around. Oh, poor little guy. Yeah, yeah. He's doing okay. But, you know, that's my news about the family. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. Quite, that's quite intense. Was he, like, screaming yeah. when it happened? Uh, I don't know. I was teaching at the time, and I just got a few texts from my wife and was like, um, I'm not sure what's going on with Digby, so anyway, I'll let you know. And I was like, what? 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 And then by the time I, by the time I finished and checked my phone... Uh, they had gone to, um, what do you call it? Urgent care. A&E. Uh, and, yeah, not A&E. Urgent care is like, uh, I guess it's like emergency, but not at a hospital. Oh. At like a clinic or whatever. Okay. So anyway, they put him on a, they put him in a little soft cast, uh, and he had that on for two days, and then, uh. And then now he's got a big one on that goes up to his thigh, and it's really annoying because he can't walk, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and he'll discover the joys of an itch, itch in a cast. Oh, man, yeah, I'm, I wonder if he's ever going to get there. Well, <laughs> who knows? He's he's just little. Yeah. He doesn't have hair on his legs or anything yet. No. Do we have anything to talk about in the music world? Um, Like what? I mean, it's a broad topic, mate. <laughs> You know, like our careers, um, like the uh, like the niche of our podcast. Well, I don't have anything to talk about classically, no. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been uh, exploring the world of the comedy world. Yeah, quite a lot. yeah. You're um, doing improv. I'm doing improv coming out of my eyeballs. Yeah, I do improv like four yeah. times a week, and um. And you're getting ready to go to Glastonbury, aren't you? Getting ready to go to Glastonbury, but I'm also yeah, because I've been doing like a solo cabaret show too uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, where i've been going to like comedy nights and like cabaret nights and open mics doing Dude. 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever i'm given to try and make people laugh which is wow. horrifying oh my god a tight a tight 10 yeah it's fun though but sometimes i just look at the audience with utter disdain and think oh god what now <laughs> where do we go from here Oh man, I want to see one of your shows, but I want it to be a sequel. Like I want, I want to see, I want to see an Emma Price show from the vantage point of, of Emma Price. Like I don't want you to, I don't want you to think that there's a good audience member out there gonna clap for you. I want, I want to see how angry you can get. No, I don't really get angry. I'm fine on the whole. Like I, I don't, I have good, I have good banter. Because I have to get volunteers up and stuff for the end. Oh, right, right, So, like, right, I'm, right. I'm not just like, oh, God. I just think, are they going to laugh at this? Because it's, like, musical comedy. Sure, you sure, You see the, sure. the panic in some of their eyes when I'm at, like, a night. 
They're like, oh god, she's got an accordion. <laughs> oh what yeah. The hell is she gonna do? They're <clears throat> like, what, hey, she weird I'm your variety act for the night. Right, right, right. Um, is this naked? No. Oh, right. God no. I only do that in Australia when I must, when I have to. When it's super hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, screamers out again. Yeah, I can hear him. Can it's you? lovely stuff. Horrible little brute. Um, well, uh, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, getting ready. Oh, I'm for really Bass excited. I, I want to know. I want. I want you to succeed. That's what I want. And I want. Um, I want you to become famous as a as a burlesque act. I don't want to do that though, because then I'd have to be naked all the time. But what about no, my? No, no, I don't mean. The, I don't mean the burl- uh, Yeah, I don't mean the burlesque act. I mean like cabaret. your your variety, your cabaret yeah. act. That's what I meant. Me too. So I'm trying to work out how to do that now. That's the next step, right. is to get a good promo video and hit the cabaret slots, because that's what I'd like to do as well. Sure, sure, sure. Hit the slots on the hole. Hit the slots on the hole, mm. that's it, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Mm, 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 mm. All right, well, I've got something to uh, promote. <gasps> OMG, I'm all ears. Uh, and it's going to sort of lead into a very slight recommendation. We're going to do a, a brief recommendation. It's not going to be full detail, because... Like, you know, I can't be asked. <laughs> oh, no, you should have made something up. What? You should have been like, oh, because there's not much written about it. Or, oh, because I wanted to be a oh, secret. It's such an abstract piece. Yeah. Yes, well, mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's do it. Here's a recommendation. jingle exactly and also which one do you pick which one are you gonna pick the jingle yeah oh yeah uh I like probably to... the cow the cowboy one that's fun although i think i did that yeah. one last time oh right well then maybe the fuck i don't know sesame street i don't know they're fun <laughs> yeah that that one <laughs> i love our these jingles are the, these are the titles people um i'm playing in a concert this coming thursday emma at the at the Italian Cultural Institute. You're so fancy. In, in London. Uh, so this, hopefully this episode gets out soon. <laughs> and um, people can come to see it if they want to at the Italian Cultural Institute on Thursday the 6th of do it. June in, uh, in, in the year 2019 of our Lord. And... Um, were, it's a String Dimensions concert. Uh, we're doing two pieces. The second piece is the one I'm involved with. So obviously that's the one I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a piece by, um, who would you call him? Bazzini. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, who are you going to call? Bazzini. <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> Bazzini. <laughs> Classical music laws. <laughs> the first piece is a trio by Lipinski, who is a Polish man. Now, the, uh, the trio, the other three members of String Dimensions, uh, 
uh, prepared this Lipinski trio originally when I started having my arthritis issues. Mm, now, uh, the 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 original idea of string dimensions is that it's a um, it is a dynamic group in that it can change. It doesn't. It's not always a string quartet. It can be a trio. It can be a quintet. It can be an ensemble if oh, it needs to be. It's full fucking orchestra if you want it to be. Exactly. Um, so when I had my uh, health issues, it made perfect sense for the three of them to do something uh, immediately. And so they prepared this Lipinski trio. Um, but the piece I want to talk about is Batsini's String Quartet number three. Now, it has four movements. I'm just going to play you a little snippet of each movement yes. because... Uh, just to hear it, the first movement starts out with a slow intro and then leads into a, uh, a quite lively 6-8 movement. So it's real sort of like do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm -hmm. um, and let me tell you, it's, uh, it's not easy. Like, it's hard on the eyes to read the music and it's... It doesn't flow. Like, it challenges my brain to play 6-8. Maybe it's just me, but it challenges my brain. Anyway, here it is. Second movement is uh, minuet. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word for minuet for a second. Oh, that's okay. I mean, there are worse words a, that you to not be able right? to think of. Like, stop. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, okay, the minuet sounds like this. most beautiful and the like the crown jewel in this piece of music is the third movement which is a bit of a theme and variations slow movement mm. uh, but it is so tender and beautiful and lovely with some like uh, violent rough sections in the middle as well but it's just beautiful here's a little bit of that
and the last movement is a is very lively sort of very simple melody but it's really lively and Bazzini the bastard uh did the thing that some composers do where instead of writing it in real simple 4-4 he wrote it in uh 2 2 2 or whatever he wrote it in cut time and so like all the quarter notes are half notes like you know what i mean like they're all written longer than um what am i trying to say all the notes are double the length but then you play it fast oh, enough that God, it yes, sounds it's in like two, it, two, but you play right? the minims like they're crotchets exactly so so when you look that? at it oh i don't know it just winds me up oh, because it's just God. so much harder to focus on because you've got you know you've got semi-briefs You've got whatever they called whole notes, and like instead of half notes, and they're tied over the bar, so it's just hard to read. But it sounds like this. It's really fun. <laughs> sounds amazing but like when you read it you're like what am i reading here Batsini, you nerd yeah, that's so anyway weird, yeah. please uh come to our live performance of that at the uh italian cultural institute on thursday the 6th of june and uh come and say hi we i'd love to meet you uh, slash look you in the face emma and hear your review me yeah you're emma i can't come i've got an improv gig I know I'm just teasing I'm, you. You already supported uh, String Dimensions. Yeah, I uh, wish I could very come because well. last time when yeah. I went, it was blew my mind. It was so good. It was high quality upper echelon music. Well, there you go. And anybody who came to the first concert, the second concert will be totally different. So, Ooh. in fact, this isn't the second concert. This is more like the fourth or fifth concert. But anyway, it'll be totally different, and you can really enjoy it. So please, please, please. Come, get your tickets now. Go and uh, support the, it. Go and support yeah. it. Yeah. Go to stringdimensions.com to look up tickets. Or the uh, Italian Cultural Institute website as well also has tickets. Mm. So thanks for letting me promote that. I think that's no, the amazing. end. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Well, what a nice way okay. to start the second season. Oh, the second season's going to rule. <laughs> we would like to thank James Cook for the use yep. of venus de milo for our theme music it's from the album anti-love songs and we never tire of it it's such a fun theme theme song just imagine what the other songs have to offer uh, so oh, check man. him out online uh, there's a link to his music in our description there will also be a link yeah. to string dimension so you can buy tickets for brooks gig if Please you would do. like to contact us you can tweet us at a day with price you can find us on facebook but you can also mm -hmm. email us at contact at a day with uh, if you'd like to hear a piece recommended, we'll probably do it. If you'd like to just say something, we'll speak it out. We'll say hi. If you'd like a, hey a badge with our faces on it and oh. a personalised note, then please rate and review us uh, on iTunes. Send us a screenshot and that badge will be with you within six to eight months. <laughs> Let the badge be with you. <laughs> uh, we also have some T-shirts for sale. So if you'd like to buy them, why the heck not? Just do it. Yes, please. I mean, it's perfect T-shirt weather, especially with our big old mugs <laughs> on your tits. 
<laughs> I was pushing Digby around Primark today because I wanted Classy. to buy some new tank. <laughs> well, yeah, because I wanted to buy some new tank tops for myself. And like, because it's me, I don't want to spend money on tank tops. I want it to be. I want them to be two pound shirts, you know, because mm-hmm. they're just gonna turn yellow, and I'm gonna throw them away next summer. <laughs> um, Why would they turn pick- yellow? Oh, just the sweat, the, the oil that comes out of my God, body. You're and a monster. Disgusting. You're like something out of um, a fucking Marvel film. <laughs> I passed him this tank top that is teal with pink writing on the Ooh, front. Beautiful. Oh, and this can be our closing phrase because I've got a good closing phrase. Okay. Okay. And this will be our this will be our closer. We can say goodbye afterwards. I handed him this shirt and I said, "I'm going to buy this," and he held it for a few minutes and then he looked at it and he said. Daddy, this shirt is ridiculous. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>